Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? Happy Friday to you, and we're continuing to walk through Zechariah, man. Two days to life group, Sunday morning, be at life groups. Can't wait to see you there. Uh, But today we're in Zechariah chapter 13, so we have two more chapters in this book. Uh, We are trucking our way through, and just a reminder, uh, man, if you're a faithful podcast listener and you want to request a specific book for us to go through, man, let us know. We want to walk through that book with you, Um, and so we've already gotten a few requests, but if there's a request for a specific book you'd want to do, then let us know, and uh, and then we'll take that into consideration in the next book. Book we we pick out, but Zechariah thirteen. There's a there's a part that probably shouldn't catch us off guard when we think about um, the prophets and what they're talking about, because one of the main things the prophets are addressing uh, amongst people is idol worship, the, the idea that they were worshiping other gods instead of God alone, right? And so, if you remember back to yesterday, God is talking about how He's going to establish Jerusalem. He's going to set them up as a firm foundation, and in the beginning of chapter thirteen, He's going to be talking about how in that time. When Jerusalem is established, idol worship will be cut away from the land, that idol worship is just going to be done with and gone for. And so that part shouldn't really surprise us because that's one of the things that God is so serious about in the Old Testament. Uh, But the part I want to focus on today is verse 7 through 9. So this is what God says. It says, Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, against the man who stands next to me, declares the Lord of hosts. Strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter I will turn my hand against the little ones. In the whole land, declares the Lord, two-thirds shall be cut off and perish. One-third shall be left alive. And I will put this third into the fire and refine them as one refined silver and test them as gold is tested. They will call upon my name and I will answer them. And I will say they are my people. They they are my people and they will say the Lord is my God. So it's kind of a a weird passage there because this passage is kind of embedded in all these hopeful passages where God is going to establish Jerusalem and there's going to be no more enemies and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden you hear, you you have this moment where it says that the sheep are going to be scattered, that the people of Israel are going to be scattered and a third of them are going to go through intense testing. And now it's hard to know and there's a lot of debate on, on what he's actually talking about here. Like, is he talking about end time stuff? Is he talking about something that Israel is going to have to go through on its own? Uh, it's, it's a lot of conversation about that. But I, I want us to get out of the weeds just a little bit and look at the big picture of what he's saying. Because I think oftentimes we think of suffering as a bad thing. Right, suffering is something we don't want to go through. Something suffering is something that we want to avoid, and we want the the easy, cushiony life. Like that's what we desire. But um, I tell you, if you remember back to all of last year uh, before COVID happened, and we walked through the book of First Peter, uh, man, First Peter completely changed my concept and understanding on suffering. On, on specifically Christian suffering, right? Not suffering for doing evil, but suffering for doing good. That, that suffering for doing good is something that is a reality for every single Christian. That if you follow Jesus, right, suffering is going to happen and it's going to come. And if you remember Peter, his argument is this, like, look, Jesus never did anything wrong and he suffered tremendously. He died on a cross, right? He suffered greater than any of us will ever suffer. So if Jesus, the person we're following, never did any wrong and he suffered, then why would you and I expect not to suffer as well? 
Why would you now expect anything different? And that's exactly what he's talking about. And, and here we're, we're seeing something that I think First Peter echoes as well, is yesterday we talked about how conviction is a gift. Well, well today, I think we see that suffering is a gift because what is happening to those who are suffering? What does it say? It says, I'll put them in refire and they will refine them as one refined silver and test them as gold is tested. Right? Gold and silver are good things. Right? Gold and silver are things that a lot of people want and desire, and yet those things only come when they go through the heat of fire. Those things only come when, when they are purged in that way. And so what, what do we see in the New Testament? I think Peter echoes the same thing, that in many ways, you and I don't fully understand who Jesus is and don't get to know Jesus as best as we possibly can until we go through suffering. Because as Paul says in Philippians, man, I want to suffer with the sufferings of Christ so that I might know Jesus better and that I might know Christ better. That, that suffering for you and I is not wasted. That uh, as we said so much in First Peter, God wants to to do something to you, that in suffering, God is shaping you. He's he's refining you. He's testing you. He's he's producing something in you. And then also, not only does God want to do something to you, but God wants to do something through you. That your suffering will create opportunities, man, to to share the gospel, to to show people the hope that you have in Christ. To to do what First Peter three fifteen says: to always be prepared to give a defense for the hope that is within you. Um, and so, suffering is a gift. It's a it's a it's a tough gift to open, but it's one that's so rewarding because God is always producing something in us. He's always using it so that we can encourage and reach other people. And, and ultimately, it's it's helping us identify with Jesus in a way that we would otherwise be unable to. And so suffering there is a gift. And think about this makes me want to re-preach First Peter and go back through it. And so a lot of those sermons are on YouTube. Go check it out if you want to rewatch some of those uh, as we walk through First Peter together, where uh, we talked about suffering a lot. But here, we're reminded of that. That the suffering is a gift because God is doing something to us. He's producing something in us and he can use those situations and use those moments for his glory and for us to reach other people. So hope that encourages you today. Hope you have an awesome Friday. Can't wait to see you Sunday in life groups. I love you and get in the word today. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30 and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.